0: Welcome to the family with... Packmaster, Ralph Dory Basham, MD.
1: Co-host, Catherine Brandt.
0: Andy Brandt-Bernard. Jimmy Lammers. We don't have Kristen Burt yet, hopefully. shes I know she's in San Diego at a at a hotel, so maybe she's having trouble oh. connecting. Maybe she's
1: at, at the bar and <laughs> forgot about us.
0: She had, she's boozing it up. <laughs> <All> oh, <of> that <laughs> booze out. up at 8.30 in the
2: morning? Yeah.
1: Hey, you know, you got a day drink when you're in San Diego, I you hear.
3: Take the edge off. Yeah. I have never drank at 8.30 a.m. Not me either. I... Doesn't sound like it would be terribly pleasant. Well,
1: Might have, but I don't remember it. Well,
4: <laughs> th- consider this. Uh, when you're having sushi at 7.30 a.m. at the Skidgy Fish Market, then you had a drink. Then you have a beer. Uh, Got to have a beer then. I don't know. It's just, all
1: true.
3: Very heavy for just waking up.
1: I don't know. It's something about vacation. People like to drink Mm -hmm. morning, noon, and night when they're on vacation.
3: They do indeed. Timmy, I got to run
0: something by you from Catherine and me last night. We watched episode four of the first season of Succession. Kieran Culkin destroys that character. He is so good at that. Such
1: a slimy little bastard. Hate him.
2: Well, he gets, you know what? He gets so much better. And so much worse. Really? It, 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 no, how could he be incredible worse? incredible series. Oh, my God. The guy, he is a maniac. He, he is, is a maniac. So good in that. He, everybody is. Everybody in that series just kicks ass. They do. And uh, Brian Cox, talk about one Owly SOB. Holy God, is he a baddest of the bad guys. Well, I think like, everything went F off, F off, off.
0: Yeah, he likes to rip the hell out of his own children. I know that.
2: He does. He does. So what was the show that I think you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago? You started watching Righteous Gemstones? Yes. Oh, god. Phenomenal. <laughs> well- How how far are you into the series? Because uh Goggins is only a supporting character in it. Yes, but he is about as funny as it gets. Talk about a complete (laughs) slime ball! God, is he good at that?
0: He's got the great hairstyle, though.
2: Yeah, she does. Those are his real teeth, by the way. Really? I thought no way. Those have to be dentures or something. You know, he's got a million dollars smile. Yeah, I mean, I interviewed him for the last season, well, season three. Three? Yeah. Um, and he had the same teeth. I did a Zoom interview with him. It's Piano like, I tea. wanted to bring up those shiny veneers, but it's like, yeah, I think that's a real smile uh, The Walton Goggins got going. But man, is he, I, I told him. I said, "I, I think it's got to be amongst your best," and he doesn't want to go there. He doesn't want to choose because, oh, really, sure. if you think about it, he's got what it was a Justified, and oh my God, the guy's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, couple Tarantino movies. Um, so he's really, really good in that. Everybody's good. Uh, <laughs> the world of televangelism, baby. What yeah. do you think of that? Or I is. should say mega churches. It's not all televangelism, but it's the mega church Joel. I don't know. I don't want to, have to make comparisons, but you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting show, and it's well-written, and all the characters are perfect. And, and it is yeah. actors are perfect. And an
4: interesting concept, because I know, I noticed that Joel Olsteen is advertising <laughs> on YouTube now. Oh. What? Advertising to join and, and hear the message and hear the word. I, I, I find oh. that just funny. I, I didn't just know, find it was odd. A... It did. It, it, it's it's you know. Well, when's the last time you saw you know Rabbi Rabinowitz saying, uh, "Come on down, you know to uh, uh d- you know to shoal and mm-hmm. enjoy you know enjoy the message you know. When when's the last time you saw Father O'Brien, you know, say, "Come on, come on down to the you know to hear mass." I mean, it's it's just a, uh, it's a f- to be advertised religion is
3: odd.
1: F- isn't he a I thought he was a motivational speaker. I didn't know he was a preacher. No,
3: he's like famous oh, yeah. for being the, I think one oh, of yeah. the fathers of the uh, mega church
1: oh. movement. Oh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't it, pay attention to the mega churches too much. Sorry. No, yeah. No. Well, so how
2: far along are you with the righteous gemstones?
1: Probably episode five or six. Yeah, that's
2: about right. Okay, so you got a ways to go. Uh, season three gets really crazy. Um, I don't you know how it it's... can get much crazier.
1: <laughs> their, their you know, son their son sh- showed up.
2: Yeah. And, well, Baby Billy Freed, uh, Freeman, who is Walton Goggins, has a scheme in season three that's going to blow her mind. Really,
1: <laughs> he's very
0: schemy. He is quite schemy. There's no doubt about that.
1: Scheme-y. No, we watched a movie. What was the when name of the movie? What, which movie? The movie with the woman from Hunger Games.
0: Jennifer Lawrence.
1: Yes, the new comedy. Oh that she's yeah, in.
0: no. What was it called? No. No
2: hard feelings. Yes, no hard feelings. Here no
0: hard go. feelings. Yep, that's exactly right. And she's terrific.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong, because it happens so fast and so shockingly in the theater, you can't rewind. She does do the full frontal thing in this one, doesn't? She she oh, does.
1: she's stark naked, running around the beach. She's <laughs> she's beating on some people that stole their clothes. Oh yeah, I was I, mean, I was like, oh, what yeah. is she doing? I mean, I mean
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's done some annoying things to annoy me because most celebrities do. Eventually, they'll annoy you. But I do love the fact that she just doesn't care. She doesn't, and she will I love go that about for her. It. And in interviews, I mean, apparently, I don't, I don't sit in, because most of the time, what you see are the uh, TV talk show things, you know, where they get pre-interviewed and all right, that kind of stuff. Right. So I, I but apparently, though, she does tell it like it is which i really do admire so yeah that's that was a shocking scene to me in uh no hard feelings it's like oh my god is that is that she's really doing that yes
1: well and what was also interesting about it is she didn't look super in, she didn't look enhanced you know she looked like nope she was just a normal woman's body, which I was like, "What? Mm-hmm. That never happens <laughs> in the movies. Usually, they have to work out for five years and not eat a carb." Oh uh, yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, maybe maybe and, they maybe they made her regular. Maybe she is all ripped and you know just like a perfect know. kind of body. But then they made her a regular <laughs> body just to make it believable.
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, reverse oh, airbrush reverse airbrush mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's a stupid it's a stupid fun movie you know it's it's mm-hmm. pretty good i mean we laughed out loud a couple of times and
3: did it go straight to
0: video or was it in uh, the i don't know I, that i don't know
2: uh, no it it did okay i mean and and the director of the thing admitted that you know putting out a movie in uh, a comedy in theaters these days is very tough mm-hmm. it's it People don't respond to comedies in theaters no, anymore. Really? So rarely them. And I think part of that yeah. is people feeling comedians or whatever, feeling restricted by what they can do. Maybe Leery that somebody, because somebody's bound to pick up something, whether it's true or not, and, and try to cancel somebody on social media because of yeah. it. So comedy is sanitized so damn much that you just don't see them a lot in theaters anymore. Are they dead? Is rom coms are they dead in theaters? Well, this didn't do that well opening. up. I'm trying to think what kind of numbers. I'll, I'll look it up. But it wasn't it wasn't blockbuster stuff. But it, then again, they didn't make it for a lot either. It maybe been the, the you know, 30 million dollar budget or something. A lot of money, me and you, but not the 10 times the amount that you'd see for the Flash or Indiana Jones. So, yeah, uh, it, you know, they still have to account for what's invested. And if they don't make a lot of money, I, I, I would imagine studios are going to be more leery to release them. And, mm-hmm. and, and especially studios don't want to be attacked for whatever reason if they go the R-rated route. How many R, this was an R-rated comedy. So how many do you actually see that are R-rated comedies these days? Not right. that many.
0: right. I don't know. I thought it was very entertaining. She's still a huge name, isn't she?
2: Yeah, yeah, she's definitely a huge name. I mean, and this is the other thing that was shocking. She doesn't have to do roles like that. She doesn't have to disrobe entirely. She won an Oscar for Silver Linings Playbook. She's been nominated at least once or twice apart from that you know she's she's really earned her keep as far as the dramatic stuff is concerned so no no she doesn't have to do it but again she has this whole i don't care sort of deal going for her which well, is
1: reflecting quite honestly the, it wasn't i mean it wasn't a lot of times you know when i'm watching a movie and the Actress has to disrobe, obviously, because that's the only way to get ratings. Because the movie's terrible, or Mm -hmm. whatever, gratuitous, (laughs) gratuitous nudity. This was actually comedic. You know, the you know the reason it's funny. Somebody running around, you know, trying to beat somebody up because they took their clothes out, and she's a naked woman. Yeah, it just was funny.
2: And she gets it, kicked somewhere that looks awfully painful. Yeah, yeah.
1: It 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 wasn't <laughs> yes. it wasn't about oh look at me I'm naked you know it was more of uh, the yes. the scene was comedic.
2: She didn't go with it. She didn't go with the oh it's art. Yes, and I did it for art's sake. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I said, and she didn't get all uh, you know uh, enhanced for the scene either, which was I hats off to her.
2: I. Actually, she came to Minneapolis when The Hunger Games came out, and that was really before her star started to rise. She was actually nominated, I think, for Winter's Bone, which was uh, the backwoods thriller, mm-hmm. which is a very good movie if you've never seen it. And, you know, the weird thing was, you know, in person, she was relatively shy. Now, again, maybe after Hunger Games and all the publicity, maybe she opened up a little bit but she certainly isn't afraid to open up as far as her performances are concerned. I mean, again, to me, I'm still just shocked that she even signed on to do the picture in the first place. Is
1: she the actress that's going around to schools talking about the government? Is is that her? Um, There's an actress, I think it might be her, um, that's going into like junior highs or something and saying how corrupt the government is and the oh. way that it works is what was the speech it was it costs it it takes a senator something like $14,000 or $15,000 a day to fundraise every single day they have to raise that kind of money to stay being a senator which means that 75% of their time is spent getting money to keep their seat so 25% of the time they're actually working for the people
2: I would I love it, it if it her. were her, but it seems to me that would be an awfully dangerous thing for her to do, as high-profile as she is. Uh, Andy, can I, you I would, find she, that?
1: Yeah, I I love to,
2: I'd love to find out who it is. Actress
1: talking about yeah, it's... the government and schools. Well, because Good there's not very me. many. Believe me, there can't be more than one. Cause... And is so, this
2: something yeah. that they're taking up in, in their time off during the actors' strike? Maybe. Or is this I don't something know. they
1: normally
3: do? I don't know. Yeah, I have not even close to enough information to find this.
1: Oh, uh, I can probably find it.
2: Um, Just some box office on No Hard Feelings. It was made for 45 opening weekend, $15 million. Oh. Which is okay. pretty pitiful. And I'm trying to think if that was a spring or summer release. Um, and total, it domestically made $50 million, international 83 So, I mean, international 33, so it made 83 worldwide, which, again, didn't, you know, if you double your spend for marketing, it didn't quite hit the mark. No. So I would imagine if it made any money, it probably made very little. This would also be the sort of movie that I could see her taking a lot of either the back end or getting a high payday for. Um, So I I would imagine the movie still in the red
3: Mike from Blaine said it wasn't very good. But what wasn't? No hard feelings.
1: Well, I thought well, I mean, it was, was good. It, was, it wasn't it great. Was, it was just a, no, no. It yeah, was I just a comedy. It. it was not, you know, you wouldn't expect it to be a big blockbuster yeah. or something like that. It just, I'm, I'm guessing it'll do really well in streaming. It was Jennifer mm-hmm. Lawrence. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's, she, go, she was going to high schools talking about how ridiculous our government is.
2: Yeah. Well, was she ripping one particular party? No, or she not? said it's
1: on both sides that the, all these these people have to sp- have to make and spend so much money just to keep their seats, and they're not really doing a good job. I was I was impressed because, like you said, she doesn't have to do any of this stuff.
2: Mm-mm. No, yeah. no, no. She's past all of that. She is really, yeah. Again, she yeah. She doesn't need to, to get publicity that way either. So it's coming from somewhere, which is a great thing. She 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 must really obviously feel that way. She's not just being a mouthpiece for somebody. So yeah, yeah, well, good on her. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Cleveland Heights High
3: School in Ohio in twenty eighteen is what you're talking about.
2: Oh wow. okay. Well it's just hitting
1: hitting social media for some strange reason. I don't know why she did it back then.
2: <clears throat> but well are they cancel her for it or why is it hitting social media is one I'm wondering.
1: I don't know. Maybe because she has a movie out, so people, you know, love to dig stuff up yeah. about what they did.
0: So, what was she saying again?
1: She said that there's a rot in our political system, and, and that our government right. isn't working for us, yeah. the people, anymore. Hundred percent right. Yeah.
4: Oh, I came to that realization about fifty years ago.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or this is nothing.
4: It really, truly is nothing new. No. I mean, if, no? if you have any no. intellect at all, and have, have voted at all, and looked around at all, then you know that's the case.
1: Yeah, but she's talking to high school students or junior high. I think it was middle school. You said, yeah. No, it's a high school. They don't know anything about the political system except for what their teachers I, tell them. No, when which I was is, in high
3: school, I knew nothing about yeah, politics. they
1: don't tell you how it works. They just tell you what you should be, what, who you should vote for.
2: <laughs> they so you have to push somehow to get 16-year-olds to vote. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, easy. <laughs> and then I watched a movie with Alex, who is not here. I don't know why. Um, the other night, it Say was. Sagey's throwing up. Sage is throwing up. Yep. Oh, great. And I gave him a big kiss and a hug last night. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Fabulous. Me Typhoid
2: Sagey. Typhoid Sagey. <laughs> yep, it's true.
1: Um, It was, Uh, you hurt my feelings.
0: With who? Jennifer Lawrence.
1: No, no, no. No hard no feelings. No hard feelings. No feelings you hurt, is hurt, my, feelings. You hurt yeah. my feelings. is Louise Dreyfus what's her name julia julia, julia. julia. julia louise dreyfus yes Louis, not louise Louis. okay whatever that's her <laughs> she's in it she's the star and she was actually pretty good i mean she's i mean she's still her but she stretched a little bit i would say it's probably one of her better roles
2: not too many big names apart from her the guy from uh um, outlander Outlander, Tobias Menzies. Yeah,
1: and then the woman that played her sister. I've seen her a lot, but I don't know her name. She was really
2: good. Michaela um, Watkins, and is, I think she is from the show Fleabag, if you've ever seen that. Yes, Fleabag. I love
1: Fleabag.
2: Fleabag is hilarious. Fleabag is That's very good. That's with fun. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. And she is really funny. Really so funny. So, again, that, that's another. And that show goes fast. Talk about a series that goes fast. Yeah. I think that Michaela Watts, yep. it may be getting the wrong person. but I uh, think, uh, you know, think you're good. I understand. think I am. But she looks like, a lot like uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's sister on that show. There <laughs> is one movie I want to tell you about that I think, Tom, you saw it or you asked me about it. And I thought it would, we turned it off. Oh. Uh, because the kid was so ridiculous, um, the Pope's exorcist. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the kid speaking devil like and saying, "Where's the effing priest?" So I don't that, remember uh, that scene. Uh, oh yeah, freaking hilarious. And and I laughed at that and I said, "This, hey, you know what? Come on, Russell. Come on, man. God, is that guy? He another guy? He? I think he doesn't care, but for different reasons. He just wants the paycheck." Jennifer Lawrence isn't doing it for the paycheck. She's just an open and blunt and honest person. And maybe is Russell Crowe. But, you know, it just gets to a point where you think, ah, these people are just dialing it in. Why would you, I don't know, maybe (laughs) because nothing will ever come close to Linda Blair in The Exorcist. No. You know, this kid just seemed funny to me. It just seemed (laughs) comical hearing this devil voice coming out of this so-called possessed boy. So, yeah, I don't think we made it no more than 30 minutes into that one. Well, it is what it is. Exorcism isn't for everyone. It no, is not. It's not. Although there is uh, <laughs> another sequel coming out, um, Exorcist Believer, I believe, in October. Oh,
1: uh, the yeah of uh, the first, the original Exorcist. The right.
2: original Exorcist, yeah. and mm-hmm. oddly enough, not involving Linda Blair, but uh, who was the uh, Ellen Ber Ellen Burstyn? Ellen, Ellen Burstyn. Yep. Yes, okay. is going to be in it. Oh. So why not. you know why to do the disservice if Linda Linda Blair's around? Come on, man! You, she's the one that made that movie. You know, she's the one that scared the crap out of everybody. How could you not have her involved in something like this?
1: Well, didn't she want to distance herself from it? Didn't it kind of ruin her career as doing anything else for a while, was, long time? She got she typecast was, as
4: being possessed. Yeah. Yeah yeah, she did. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And I think she did a comedy with Leslie Nielsen called repossessed or something like that. Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't God. Know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but it was weird. Um, she was at crypticon, which is a Minnesota horror convention coming up in September, I think this year, but she was there in 2018. I was there the same day, but I was doing a panel with somebody else. <clears throat> and uh, it was weird. Do you, First of all she was, she had a packed room people were waiting for her to show up for the Q&A. So I thought this is this is going to be interesting. I hate the movie. You know, it frightens the crap out of me, but I still want to I was curious about the panel. But then I heard about heard somebody talking about well she'll talk about her animal rights activism, but she won't talk about the exorcist. Yeah. Well then what what are you doing there? You know what and and then I've heard from convention organizers two that she is not the most easy person to deal with so she will give you an interview anytime as long as it talks about animal rights stuff but when it comes to talking about the just she won't talk about I it it's know. like well I- don't you realize that that kind of puts you in the position that you can talk about me you're you're right. a known name you gotta at least acknowledge it in some sort of way you know, you just can't expect people to say, oh, "Well, it's Linda Blair," but we're going to hear her talk. Now, don't get me wrong; I love that people are supporting animal rights and and doing everything they can to make you know the world a better place for animals. Sure. But it just seems odd to me that she would do that sort of thing.
1: Right? I don't know. To me, I think after how many years, how many decades, you have to just be like, "I can't do this anymore." It's it's like a a great band that had a big smash hit and. 35 years later, they're sitting in the in the bar circuit and they have to play it over and over again. Yeah, like, ah. that was. fucked. <laughs> well,
2: you know, the interesting thing was I did see her table uh, where she had her pictures and all that stuff set up. And, you know, she'll obviously she has to sign the exorcist pictures. Oh, so she's not going to go so far as to deny fans that. But then she got got up and walked by me. She's really tiny, you know, and it's kind of like. Again, just the mere fact I walked by her kind of creeped me out. Just because of the movie. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> nice. Did you feel a cold wind? I did. A I, I, I felt frozen in time. It was just a brief second. But yeah, yeah. I, either way, I, I don't get having an Exorcist movie unless they, one of those deals where, oh, it's not like, you know, Tobey Maguire is not going to be in the next Spider Man. He's not going to be. Neither is Andrew Garfield. But the, but the, but the, uh, their enemies from their films are. So it's like, duh, they're going to show up. And they did. So maybe it's one of those deals where they're just trying to build the anticipation and she'll turn up in a cameo or something. But right now she's not even billed to appear, which is crazy. Huh. So, But this all came because of, I'm talking about this because of the Pope's exorcist. And I'm saying at least, don't waste your time. I don't know. What do you two, what did you two think? Well, it wasn't
1: and, it wasn't great, but it was... It was just, after all, I wanted to see what they were going to do because of The Exorcist. I mean, if you're going to do an exorcist mo- exorcism movie, that's, mm. you know, that's the standard, is The Exorcist. I just mm-hmm. wanted to see what they were going to do. And there were some good special effects towards the end. And, yeah, Russell Crowe, I don't think, is very good. But, you know, I think all those, I think many, many of those actors of that age are not doing, they just walk through their roles.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He he clearly is dialing it in. So, yeah, there is one scary exorcism movie that uh, I would recommend. And it's the beginning of a long series of movies. It's called The Conjuring. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Scary possession stuff in that. Mm. And those movies are really good. The Conjuring, Conjuring Part 2. Uh, then there's the, I know it's Tom and Mike Bryant fell asleep at the nun. Uh, we did.
0: We both fell asleep. <laughs>
2: But I would have loved to have seen that. Uh, but maybe I can. Hey, let's all go to The Nun 2 that's coming out in a couple Yeah, weeks. there you go.
1: <laughs> it was so good that you fell asleep and they made another one. Great. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And then Annabelle. There's another thing. They know how to tap into my fears because those creepy doll movies, man. Yeah. Woo!
0: Is that because of Twilight okay. Zone? Twilight Zone did a great, great job with uh, possessed dolls and things like that.
2: Yes, they did that, and Night Gallery. Night Gallery is oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Night Gallery is a series that creeped the hell out of me. Was <laughs> that was that the yeah. one
1: with the little the little?
2: I know what you The little about.
1: tiny doll that ran around. That
2: was Trilogy of Terror. Trilogy, Trilogy of, of Terror. Terror. Yep.
1: God, that was with
2: Karen Black.
1: Yeah, it was like a shrunken head or something that was running around. Uh,
2: It was was a little voodoo doll. voodoo doll. And the chain fell. Make sure the chain doesn't fall off so the chain falls off. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And talk about him. There there again, another movie, one time. And and a TV movie. That was a TV movie, one time. And that little thing running around at night. Yelling and we had a knife or something. It was scary. It was scary, it was scary stuff. Did, so, yeah. Didn't uh, the Saw movies have Jigsaw? They did. They did. You know, I I've managed to avoid most of them only because both of them came out when I wasn't reviewing like this, you know, full time or whatever. But I did see the first one and I did see Jig, uh, not Jigsaw, um, Spiral, which is a Saw spinoff and that was with Chris Rock. And that was an interesting choice for him. But yeah, those movies are pretty brutal and this yeah, the last one, the first one surprisingly not too gory, but the Spiral movie is very very gory. And I think they're coming back again, you know. It's just no originality in Hollywood whatsoever and here we are again with this. So
0: Michael Bryant, Brad Shawn Bryant, what's the latest?
4: There's a there's a YouTube video called Working with Jigsaw, and it's and it's and it's, and it's that
0: character and,
4: it's, and it was put out I think by an ad agency but it is very comic in, in what it's like having to sit and work with the mm-hmm. same character that was in the Saw movies and how, it, how your
3: interaction sort of is affected by that. But there's, that's a, there's also a Bob Vila movie called Working with Jigsaw. <laughs> no, no, Jigsaw. Oh, oh my God, it's a tool. You're and then a there's an the
2: animated version with Bob the Builder, uh, with jigsaw. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, there you go.
3: Building with jigsaws.
2: So yeah, I I want I hope Kristen turns up at some point because yeah. I have a burning question for her, which is there was this recent controversy with Bradley Cooper uh, playing Leonard Bernstein, and I was thinking, and and it really wasn't the question was to do with that, but. If you are directing a film that you're also starring in, can you do publicity for that movie as the director and not talk about the acting role? Because that is the big thing that's crippling studios right now is the inability to promote their films properly because they can't have any... I mean, the Screen Actors Guild is mandated. You cannot do... Interviews, red carpet appearances—you can't tweet about it. You can't Instagram. You know, and when you know, you can do your Instagrams. But you can't promote the movie in any sort of way. So I'm just curious if you got a movie like uh, Bernstein, or if you have a movie like um, Kenneth Branagh has a new Hercule Poirot movie coming out, uh, another Agatha Christie one. I'm trying to think what it's called, but he—he's—he directs it, but he's in it as well. So I'm I'm wondering how those rules apply, because I don't know about you. I personally don't miss not seeing I don't I don't care that there are interviews out of all all this stuff. But it does in a way hurt you and hurt me because we don't part of what we do is interviewing these these people, too. So
4: although there's other ways to promote a movie, they don't have that. That's just something they've they've uh, defaulted to. There's other ways to promote it. You can put out trailers. You can put out other kinds of things. You can have interviews yeah. with other people that are key. To, there's other ways uh, to put other people on the talk shows and the talk show circuit. I, I don't, you know, there's, like I say, they, they promote video games and they don't have all the voice actors being interviewed about the video games. So there's other ways to promote things.
2: Mm, yeah, and, and The Last Voyage of the Demeter, which is a bomb, but it's a Dracula movie, which they failed to mention in the title, which would have helped. I interviewed the director for that, which is great. I mean, I love interviewing directors, but, you know, obviously if you, I I was hoping to interview David Dasmelchen for that because he's in the picture, but I couldn't because they're mandated. They can't do it. Um, But at some point, I mean, with these awards films coming out, you know, what's a movie? I guess you got Scorsese, but I'm sure Scorsese in the studio would love to have Leonardo DiCaprio out there talking about it too. I think that would raise the profile of the picture uh if they had them out there so i'm just curious what's going on with the strike as she said it all during the morning show tom what what uh what's going on with the strike no not
0: really i mean it just <clears throat> i know that uh, a lot of actors now are turning to cameo to make money
2: Ooh. what's cameo
0: Uh, Tim, you know how to describe Cameo, don't you? Yeah,
2: it's basically, I think Cameo.com, you go on it, you see a celebrity, you click on it, you can have them send a personal message up to, I don't know, so many minutes, and they will charge you for it. Oh, God. So it's only fans for actors? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I I remember seeing Brett Favre's deal on there for $500. Mm Mm-hmm. So I mean, wow. if you look at it, I mean, it's, maybe I don't, I can't see the big big shots doing it. But say you are a character actor known for a certain thing, and mm-hmm. you got a fan base from that, Uh you do ten cameos a day for a hundred bucks a pop, a yeah. thousand bucks you wouldn't have otherwise. So if they did that five days a week, it's five thousand dollars a week. They probably will make. <laughs> some of them would probably make more money than they would. Uh, certainly on residuals because I know many of the actors are making residual money on streaming. Well, Mandy Moore on This Is Us, she, I think she tweeted a picture of a check from This Is Us. She didn't indicate who the screener was, but it, uh, a streamer was, but it was for one penny. One so, penny. Yeah, yeah. There's a big problem with people getting paid for for um, for for residuals from streaming. Um, I know that Orange is the New Black. Um, which was a streaming series, always, always has been. It, I think it was one of Netflix' first big streaming series. Yeah. Again, I, I read so. a headline about a lot of those actors had to do second jobs. They couldn't rely on the money they made for Orange Is the New Black to to uh, make a living. They had <laughs> they were working second jobs while they were filming the show. Apparently, so it's like okay, well maybe these streamers aren't. Uh, the pro the 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 paychecks aren't as lucrative as you think they would be. No, so. I have a
0: question for you because I was asked today to to put myself on cameo, and I said no.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: can't imagine doing that. I apparently some some people I work with are on cameo and they do make money yeah. doing it, but I just huh. couldn't care less. You can get Fran yeah, Drescher you know. for fifteen hundred dollars. Well,
4: fifteen hundred. That's fifteen
0: hundred. That it's
4: it's it's the. St- the story that I heard about Ditka's restaurant in Chicago. Yeah. And they would, uh, uh, the person that was selling banquets for the holiday season and things like that, they would have a big group, and and if and if the presentation wasn't going quite right, and they just wanted to make that final sale to this three or four hundred people group, he would they, the person that they were talking to from the group would say the the, the salesperson would say, well, gee, you know, maybe I can get the coach Mike Ditka to come and address your group for All five right. minutes to uh, to mm-hmm. talk about this. Uh, talk about this. Address your group and say how, how how good a group it is. And the guy said would sign up right away. Take take that he would sign up. And say oh yeah, the, the coach is going to be there. That's when he was really popular. Right. So what would happen is is they would be signing these contracts three months, four months before the thing. And, you know about six weeks beforehand. You know the the, the guy would call and they'd say, well you know the coach, a busy guy. You know he can understand that, but he's just not going to be able to make that personal appearance. But what we can do for you. We can have you can can sit down with a coach on video, same kind of a thing, and we'll we'll present. And you can show the video, you interviewing the coach yourself, a video at your thing, and they would still go go for it. And the and the coach would sit down, run through five five, ten twenty of these five minute interviews. Then everybody was happy. They made the sale. Coach wasn't there, so it's the same kind of thing. They're not going to be there. They're going to be a video. Well, how (laughs) that's not a bit artificial, do you think?
0: No, I, I would
4: not genuine certainly. So I'm oh, looking
2: at Brian Cox's cameo. Yep. If you want to get him six hundred eighty nine bucks. Yeah, six
0: eighty nine, yep.
2: I so, think that's almost not a greedy thing, but more of a deflection sort of thing. People are probably reaching out all the time, Hey, can you do this? Can yeah, you do that? Exactly. You say, well, deflect them to cameo and uh they'll see the price and they'll drop it. Let's see here's the cheapest that might be part of
3: it. Cheapest cameos. is <laughs> cheapest oh well, uh there's a bunch of them for one or two dollars, but I don't know who the hell they are. <laughs> Why YouTube waste your TikTok time? star. Oh. Yeah, these are just. You like know, nobody's. I mean,
2: some people. I, I interviewed Chumley from Pawn Stars, and I'm sure you've talked with them before. Um, he says once in a while he'll do a thing where he'll do a dollar cameo just to make somebody's day, which yeah. is
1: a good thing. Uh, I mean. That's
2: nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, well, yeah. you could also
1: uh, give it to charity, you know. That's
3: true. Well, yeah, a lot of these true. are like. You know, they'll have a bunch of people kick in to get some character from a cartoon say happy birthday to their kid.
2: Oh, okay. That kind of thing. And that's cool. Yeah, yeah it's cool. like you know that will make
3: a kid's day. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, you know, oh, Tim. So you're running your own business there, and uh, a movie comes out and says, uh, well, you can have an interview with <clears throat> with Jim over here, who is sort of a B B lister for this movie, or you can spend a hundred dollars to talk to the star. So yeah. you know, what are you going? Are, are uh, interviewers, are reviewers, are they going to spend that money? This is just an obvious extension of the same thing, for you to get access, they charge you a little you know, taste, uh, you know, for for the actor, for the studio.
0: So Andy, who's the most expensive
3: one on Cameo? Friend Rusher. at sixteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred. It costs twenty dollars just to message her.
4: <clears throat> what?
3: Yep. Second. Well, she's tied it with Kevin O'Leary. Messages. Kevin O'Leary, who gives a rat's ass or friend? Kevin O'Leary, he you would recognize him. He's the balding guy on Shark Tank. Yeah.
2: Oh, Mister Wonderful. Yeah. Mister Wonderful, Mr. Mm-hmm. Yep, Wonderful. exactly.
3: He's got a new company.
2: Well, one maybe his situation is he would. That's a way again to deflect. People yeah, I almost wonder. Yeah. All the time to do stuff. Joe mm-hmm. Teisman, Teisman, one seventy-five. Pete Rose, hundred fifty. I thought the athletes would be a lot more, but yeah. Apparently they they're pretty accessible. Dean Norris, I love him on, in uh, Breaking Bad. He's one hundred ninety nine. Huh. So I, I don't know. I would imagine some people are needing the money at this point. It could yeah, be probably.
3: Uh, A lot of these are like you know you got Freddie Krueger. It's like you know when's the last time he did anything really big? Robert That's Englund. Very true. So, but again,
2: these people make a lot of money at conventions too. That's true. I think one thing that SAG does allow is for these people to go to conventions and sign pictures. I don't know if they can do like interview panels or anything like that, because again, they're forbidden to talk about their shows. I don't know. It's they, you know, it's got to be a tough deal. I mean, sure, all the A-listers they can sit back and not worry, but there are a lot of working actors out there that yeah, are tr- agents and publicists yeah, and just, this and that. Yeah,
1: just trying to make keep it. their insurance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just trying yeah. to make that insurance. The and last. then you
2: talk. They talk about uh, you know writers losing their houses already. You know, it's, it's shameful that this has happened. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree, but it's, you know what? Everybody's going on strike. now. Why is everybody going on strike right now? What the hell happened?
2: Well, I think the thing with acting is completely legit because it's yeah. this whole thing with AI. I, you know, and I don't think that the issue is going to be resolved easily. Oh, we're going to make a promise never to use AI to replace you. Oh, it's, really? <clears throat> yeah, that, I think that's done. I,
4: I think they've lost. I think they've lost. Well, and to think about the studios, all the people that are executive studios, they're losing, too, because that AI can do it all.
1: Can't you copyright yourself, your your image, your voice, your everything? Can't you copyright yourself? and Well, nobody have can? Have Tom it.
2: Hanks apparently is. Tom Hanks apparently has made it clear that, you know, look, I, I've secured it with my legal team Yeah. Uh, where I'll be appearing in movies as tom hanks far after i'm gone until kingdom come so apparently you can but that's tom hanks i mean and and how much does it cost to do something like that you know copywriting copywriting an idea is one thing copywriting i I don't know though you do people have rights to their likeness i guess so i don't know that's a that's a great question you're gonna
4: if you're if you're an actor and you want to make you want to break into the business you're going to do anything and sign anything to get you that part. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the whole thing about me now. I mean, that's, that, that was the, the, the sexual pressure that, some, that uh, men and women faced in that situation. You do anything to get that first, second part. And then after that, you're on your way, and then you're doing along. The, oh, well, geez, maybe I don't want to have, the, have uh, anybody using my likeness the rest of my life. And you try to yeah. get, get off underneath it. But you do anything to do that. And once, you know, for a bit part, for people who'd never make it anymore, they, still, they, could have, they could have thousands of people, millions of people in a second, you know, uh, video likenesses that they can just redo over and over and over again. Turn
2: them into a star. Yeah. Well, one thing I pointed out, and I'm pretty sure I did on this show, but if I didn't, I'll repeat it. Um, and there's a movie called Night Shift, directed by Ron Howard. Henry Winkler was in it. Shelley Long, early 80s. I forgot when I, I mean, I saw the movie and then years later I saw it again and it's like, geez, that guy looks so familiar in the party scene in the morgue downstairs. It's a bunch of frat boys carrying Michael, were they carrying Michael Keaton around? Maybe they were, I forget. I go to the end. It says frat boy number one, Kevin Costner. Oh. thinking (laughs) What if Kevin Costner, a Kevin Costner type. Nobody today signs away their likeness to be an extra in a movie because it gets them 100 bucks or whatever. And that's it. You know, he thinks it's his first big break. But now all of a sudden they own the rights to the guy who becomes Kevin Costner. Imagine that. Yeah. How do you get out of that? You...
4: Well, that's why legislation has to be passed to yeah. control this sort of thing. So that they can't, you know, use that use that forever. That's what's going to have to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's he's, he's, he's just like the the people who did the streaming services, the people that did the shows where they had to have a second job. Those people who did that, well, they should have negotiated for more money, but they didn't because they wanted the part. So, so there's that's the problem that they, you know, people won't don't think ahead.
1: It is pretty evil that somebody would take advantage of someone like that. Yeah. It, it really is. I mean, they shouldn't you should not have to worry about somebody taking your image and doing whatever they feel like with it. I mean, don't doesn't anybody have just a basic right to privacy anymore?
4: Well, that's not privacy. Yeah. That's a product. It's well, a product.
1: You're, you're still you though. I mean, it still would fa- I mean, if somebody all of a sudden takes some movie star that's, you know, really big at the moment and turns them into some sort of weird anime porn star, it's going to hurt their life. It's not okay.
2: There's sort of something that alludes to that. They don't go down that route. But there's a Black Mirror episode, the latest season. I believe it's season five on Netflix. So check this, because that's a great thing. You don't have to watch all the shows or episodes. You know, they're all individual Mm -hmm. anthology series. Uh, It's called Joan is Awful. And it's an AI episode. And they hijack Selma Hayek's likeness. And they put her in situations that are very God. unflattering. Mm-hmm. And Selma Hayek plays herself. And it really kind of came down to, well, when you sign the contract, you, you agreed to this, 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 and this. And she doesn't remember that, of course. You know, it was a long contract. She didn't read it. Well, that's because you have so, to have representation. That's what you pay your representation, representation didn't to, to do that. Yeah. Well, A-jax. there you go. So, yeah, so your
4: agent or your lawyer, you, 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 this is... This is something that was not negotiated, or not they didn't have the vision of this, and that's where the exceptional people have that vision and can say we need to think about this now, based on your status and your uh, your your pay grade and all that sort of stuff. You know, this is something you have to think about now, and we cannot have this in this contract. But they still want the money. They want the money and they want the work. Yep. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. one thing that uh, that the it, so it's a, so it's not unlike. Uh, uh, you know, a, uh, a hostile workplace where you say, "Well, you want this job? Jeez, you know, I sure would like. Jeez, I'd like to spend a little more time with you. Maybe we have dinner tonight." I mean, that's that same. It's that kind of that same pressure in a, in a in a, uh, a less sexual kind of way or less obvious way.
0: You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. You know what I've decided to do? What? I've been sitting here thinking about it the whole 20 minutes. I'm going to offer myself up on Cameo. I'll do one, one, and that's it. And I'm gonna charge you a million dollars.
1: Offer myself up. <laughs> what are you the? Yep. What do you the? <laughs> I'll do a cameo for you. Second coming of you're Jesus Christ. you the only Christ. one. the
0: only one's ever gonna get it. Nobody else gets a cameo, but it's gonna cost you a million dollars. And it's there. gonna
2: consist of two words. F. And off <laughs> exactly right. i paid a million
1: dollars for tom bernard to tell me to fuck off okay <laughs> real nice <laughs> the dream
0: come true
2: but you know what though that's what people would want out of brian cox
0: absolutely that's yep that's what he made me think to of it
2: to F off. don
1: yep. shelby could probably do it
0: <laughs> yeah shelby he'd be good he'd be first good at year
1: it. he was on our podcast is all he ever did people oh. called in to get told by Don Shelby to F off.
0: <laughs> they'd ask him, they'd beg him to tell him to F off. Yeah, they, that's exactly right. It's true. But I'd probably get one taker, some multi billionaire, probably Elon Musk could probably do it. Oh.
1: Yeah, a billion dollars is like, you
2: know, you Kleenex see that guy you know? interviews. You watch him being interviewed where people try to be smarter than him. Uh, yeah, good luck. Enormously difficult thing to do. Yes, no question yeah. about it. But
0: what the hell? I don't know. Well, it's, it just...
2: funny. it's funny, though. I mean, because he just takes them down. He just takes them yep. down. You know, well, I saw this tweet of yours. And, well, did you see this? Did you... I mean, the guy is an amazing guy to watch being interviewed. I didn't see the Joe Rogan deal when he was smoking weed with him. I didn't see that. Oh, one. they're right. But I've seen, I've seen wise-ass journalists try to be smart and do a gotcha thing with him. And he just takes him down. He's just so brilliant. He's, he's on mm-hmm. another level. Really
1: is well. He's not an, you know. He's not a, an emotional reactionary like most people are. He just considers actually what the words say and responds to it in a intellectual manner. It's but, a different. It's a different breed.
4: But since you <laughs> opened the uh, Elon Musk Pandora box, when's the Starship launch, Andy? Do you, do you have a date? have a date. No star. No star. Starfield. Starship. No. No. It's called SpaceX. Starfield. No. No SpaceX. Oh, you're talking big, about big, big, big Starlink? Rocket. Yeah. No star.
3: The Starship. Starship. It's a big rocket. What? They're doing a starship?
4: Is this the yeah. one to Mars? Yeah, well, this is the this is the. Oh, yeah, you right. It's b-
3: called the Starship. The Starship. I have never Ship? even heard of this before. Oh come on, this
4: is the big one. This is the
3: when, when are they going to light that candle? It's, it's a so super is heavy it? lift, super heavy lift launch vehicle. That's right. Under development by SpaceX. Well, SpaceX where's it going?
1: Didn't... Is that because yeah, he does say he wants to spend a lot of time on Mars well, for some strange the,
3: reason? This is the workhorse <laughs> to, to uh, colonize the
4: moon and Mars.
3: This oh. yeah, this is basically the thing that they're going to be bringing people and vehicles and stuff up. With. A hundred people at a time. You
1: want to live in a bubble that, if anything breaks, you're dead.
3: Mm, not I No, thank you.
1: I'm not well, interested. I mean, to be an ago. astronaut I need in the oxygen. first place,
3: <laughs> to be an astronaut in the first place requires a certain level of not really caring about your own life. I guess I think, that's true. Because it is a very dangerous, very. Uh, well, I, mean,
4: I don't know. I don't know that it is. I, well, don't, I mean, know, people like, are in
3: submarines all
4: the t- all the time, and it, it it is greater greater risk. It's the same kind of thing. It's it's a capsule. That you're putting. You, you jump in a plane, you go up to forty thousand feet, fly around, and you don't. It's, it's you're just in a tin can. That is true.
2: Just like but the anyway. thing that wants to try to find the Titanic. The problem
3: I'm with early adapter technology, though, early adopter, which is what everything on Mars would be, is yeah. that the first generation always goes catastrophically wrong. So the first, you know, colony they build on Mars, something bad's going to happen, and we all know it. Well, and then they'll, they'll learn from that. They'll go, oh, we probably shouldn't have done that. They'll build the second colony, and that one will be okay.
1: I, but the whole thing is is that we, you know, we've adapted to, you know, we've evolved because of the Earth's resources, which is oxygen and water and this all the things true. you have to have and, and animals to eat and vegetation to eat. Mars doesn't have any of those things.
3: Nope. <laughs> I mean, theoretically speaking, you put a human and a plant in a closed space... They're going to, human produces carbon dioxide for the plant, plant produces oxygen for the human.
1: I know, but we've got all of this space, not a bubble that you have to live in.
3: That is the thing I don't get is there is a lot of space left on Earth. People who think that Earth is overcrowded (laughs) are people who live in cities, which are (laughs) overcrowded. Cities are objectively overcrowded. They just are. But there's, people seem to think that all of the Earth's surface is a city yeah what but they should do is get in their
1: car and drive yep. and leave, see how much open space we actually have mm-hmm. here
3: you
4: leave cheyenne wyoming and you start driving west on interstate literally 80, nothing and you at night you can drive for four or five or six hours and not see a
3: light yep. i mean there's nothing out there you see a buffalo at, though you might see a buffalo or hit a mm-hmm. buffalo <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you might slam into a bison
1: yeah bison yeah i just no, don't, I don't care it's b- like
3: what do we need mars for what does Mars have that we don't have on Earth? I don't know, and I can't think of anything.
1: I just think it's a fun, you know one of well, those final frontier things. We got to yeah. you know well, just show that we can do it.
4: The argument's resources. There's, there's minerals there. There's things that we need. Blah 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 blah. I, 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 who knows? Who knows? But that's where it's going to happen. Moon's the first. They, India just la, la, uh, just landed their first uh, probe on the south pole, where mm-hmm. that water is supposed to be. First people there. So let's go.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, The Martian, if you've seen that, Matt Damon grew some potatoes on there, but he had to fertilize it with human waste. Which you should not do in
3: real life, by the
2: way. Human waste is a terrible fertilizer. That's the way he survived on on potatoes Mm -hmm. on Mars in the the movie. Yeah, in real life, you don't do that. No, what you got to do if you want to be on Mars and something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. You're drinking your own pee. (laughs) Nah, I'm I'm
1: good here on Earth. Everything is recycled (laughs) on
3: Mars. That's the thing. It's like even in a utopian situation where everything just works perfectly. You're still, everything is recycled. Yeah. There's no new water. So once you've drank the water, yeah. you're going to be drinking it again at some point. Oh, yeah. that, the point is there
4: is supposed to be water on Mars. There is supposed to be frozen water. Yeah. There. Mm-hmm. There They've subsidies. been saying that for 30 yeah. years. Well, that's my point is that they, don't, they land on the south pole of the moon. Well, there's water there. Well, until there's water there, until they have a, a bottle of it they're sending back here, and there ain't no water there.
1: Yeah, yep. then you got to use resources to heat the water so you can drink the water. Well, not to mention the moon. I mean,
3: the moon has no real atmosphere, so no. water would just boil. Oh, it's what you think, but that they
4: insist that that's there. You would mm-hmm. think it would sublimate right up and out. But you nope. would think. I mean, they just want to bottle their...
1: it and sell it to rich people. Moon water. Yeah, true.
3: A hundred thousand
2: dollars a bottle. Yeah. yeah. Did they show, did they get a cup of it to show us? I mean. well where, that's why right? the... No,
4: no, they haven't. That's the, the rover. That rover from India just landed. It's wandering around there and. You know, have if they, they, if they verified the water? I haven't uh, followed up on that, but it just landed last week, so that's a big deal. Mm. Huh. Didn't one of them crash? Oh, yeah, the Russian one crashed. The Russian one crashed, and yeah. I think the Isra- Israelis tried to drop one, and that crashed. They they drilled that one into the into the, and I think that India may have had another one too that they drilled into the surface of the moon. So there's a bunch of craters yeah. up there that aren't uh, are man-made.
0: In the moon, tiny, but they're there.
1: Oh. There you
0: have it. I uh, I don't have one offer yet on my million dollar uh, cameo.
1: Oh,
0: is it formally up? Did you put it up? Yeah, I, I, Drop it by a dollar, honey. <laughs> nine hundred ninety
1: <laughs> nine thousand nine hundred ninety
0: nine dollars. New $99.
1: price. Dude, discounted.
0: Not one taker so far. I thought That's, for sure they'd step up. So, so you sometimes you
1: put it when, up a, there. when a listing up there. when a house listing gets stale, you just drop it by a couple of bucks so it'll repopulate and show up right, more.
4: Right. <laughs>
0: does that work?
1: So, yeah, it does. You can do that. It all
0: works out in the end, doesn't it? i, I, I got to go back about a half an hour in the conversation and just say, I love going to the movie theater, but I'm never going to go again, am I? Because it's all animation and superhero crap.
2: It's pretty Bio. pathetic.
0: It is. I love going to the movie theater, watch a drama or a comedy or something like that. But it's all garbage now. I, I just that makes me sad. I love going to the movie.
4: And that's and that's what I, I they say. The rom coms are dead in movie theaters. The yeah, all oh, the comedies are, are dead. Rom coms are dead. You know, dramas. You know, they just they put them up there for the Oscar nomination, which is pathetic that you have to do that. But they just they're not not working. I mean, you, you, it's yeah, the movie theaters are gonna be hurting. It's all God, animation so and. uh than superheroes. Well, no,
1: there's a, definitely there's still an audience for those superhero movies. Otherwise, I wouldn't keep oh, making Oh, I know. Them. That's the whole problem. It's definitely. very yeah, young. Start, very it's
2: on the, it's on the uh, down slide, though, because uh, the Blue Beetle was the most recent one. Now, granted, it's a character that most people don't even know about. And that opened really weak. But when you have the Flash, who character and you know, people do know that character i mean that open week they're just not opening anymore at least not the dc stuff the last guardians of the galaxy was a winner but before that at the third ant-man wasn't so there is it used to be that marvel was a sure thing yeah and that, yep. these days are long gone huh. So yeah i i maybe i think superhero fatigue is real Uh, I I really used to get so excited about that stuff, but really after the last Avengers movie. Yeah, that's
3: what most people say. After Endgame, a lot of people just dropped out. Because it's like, well, it's called Endgame. You know, it's like, this is the end. (laughs) Exactly. How
1: how many times can you recycle the same movie with different characters? Yeah, they're all pretty much the same. Yeah.
2: The trick now is the multiverse stuff where, oh, well, this character died here, but Mm -hmm. they're in a different... Universe, so we can access them that way. Oh, so yeah. I really don't. They, I hope they don't go the cheap route, and and it won't be cheap for Disney Marvel if they do this to get Robert Downey Jr. back. Yeah, they will. In Endgame, um, spoiler. Sorry, if you haven't seen it. Was what was that five like five a decade ago? Yeah. <laughs> so you got through all of them, then, Andy? Right? You got through all the uh, Marvel stuff? I
3: believe we've watched all of them at this point. We watched a lot of them when we were in Florida because we were, like, trapped in the living room slash kitchen when Ethan was asleep in our room. Yeah. I was like, what else is there to do? Just watch movies.
1: Yeah, you're in nap jail.
3: And, yeah, by the time Endgame rolled around, it was kind of like, all right. Honestly, I don't think Endgame needed to exist. I think um, the Avengers, whatever the previous one was. What was the one before that? Infinity War. I think yes. if it just ended with Infinity War, it's a downer ending, yes. But, I mean, it makes sense as an ending. It's like, oh, no, the superhero's lost for once. It would be a refreshing spin. Rather than, oh, no, the superhero's lost. Wait a minute, here's the sequel. They actually won. The end.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't. There cheap. are no rules mm-hmm. in superhero movies. Well, I mean, and... they go
3: back in time to get these wishing stones but you're not supposed to take them into the present so they use them in the past to affect it. It just doesn't make any sense. At that point, there is no disbelief to suspend. It's just like you're making shit up as you go along. There is no plot, really.
4: When I was 13, 14, and I was reading graphic novels at the time, Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember sitting down and and with with friends and saying, well, why why doesn't you know why doesn't somebody just uh, you know pull out a gun and shoot Batman? Whoa, well, oh well, you can't you just can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but, you know they had all the they had all this reasoning or this pseudo logic or pseudo cycle babble about why doesn't this why doesn't this work or what you know yeah. blah, on and on and on. And why doesn't it, Lex Luthor just? Sh- Shoot Superman well, with it a it's it's gun also, and this sniper same, rifle. This yeah. is the same discussion that we're having, Andy. You're bringing up points that makes no sense. None well, I mean, the fact sense. that
1: the man could put on glasses and be unrecognizable—that's a plot hole, right there. Well, <laughs> it is. I mean, there's a
3: like there is the suspension of disbelief right. when right. it's like, why don't why doesn't <laughs> Batman just kill the Joker? I mean, yeah. the obvious reason is because then the storyline of Batman ends. There's nothing left to do because Joker is one of the big bads. So we all just accept that he's a pacifist or whatever reason he gives. But there's a difference between that and doing something and then undoing it. It would be like if in one of the comics, Batman just shoots the Joker in the head, and then in the next comic, he uses his technology to resurrect the Joker. It's like, what was the the point of killing him in the first place if you're just gonna revive him and act like none of it ever happened?
1: Self-defense?
3: (laughs) <laughs> we need to kill the Joker, but only for a week. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Andy, those, those arguments here, you're, you're, you're a fine line. i tired
2: when there's no criminals around. I got to bring yeah. that one back. So <laughs> this is boring.
3: Gotham sucks with no criminals. Yeah. That would actually be a really good Batman movie. Batman just kills all the villains, and then he's sitting around, he's like, I'm not even Batman anymore. What's the point of all this? <laughs> What's the point? So then he starts like...
1: has an existential <laughs> crisis. <laughs> he starts
3: using his money to get people to start committing crimes again so he can be Batman
1: again. Oh, there you mm. go. Oh. New, new oh. bad oh. people. Yeah, there you yeah, go. maybe, maybe that, maybe like that
3: or Maybe that's the uh, conspiracy that needs to be launched
4: for Marvel, for, uh, not Marvel, for, for... DC? Yeah, for DC.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. DC yeah. Universe. Yeah, yeah. Batman I will tell is you, actually a You heard amazing. it here Batman. first. Yep. Yeah. One entertaining DC series was peacemaker. peacemaker. You got to see Peacemaker. Oh. That's fun. Oh, that, what Peacemaker? I know what I know what the, know what the Peacemaker. Cena is a, yeah. It's, oh, okay. He's an anti-hero. He's part of a, a government killing machine, but oh. he has special powers like everybody else. Yeah. But it's a, it's entertaining. It's kind of a different spin on the whole superhero thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh. Wasn't the Peacemaker
4: the uh, forty-five uh, revolver? Yes, it is. That was the Peacemaker. So that's where that mm-hmm. name comes from, certainly.
1: Um, Kevin Costner is currently on a s- streaming channel doing a walkthrough of Yellowstone. Yes. If anybody, Indeed. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, it kept on looking like it was a n- new Yellowstone. They were kind of using the symbol for that, and I was like, oh, God, it a new season. Maybe they got it in the can before the strike. Because I think there's one more... So, that they're supposed to be doing, but it's this is just him narrating and walking through Yellowstone and talking about how the park started, and all oh, of that.
4: That oh, that's a ve- oh that is so veiled pub you know publicity. That's oh that is
0: tricky. Well, so. he's got to make more money because his wife's going after two hundred million in the divorce. Ooh, just he's probably the check. has a, so almost he, a
1: billion. What's no, it to him? They
0: said he's worth four hundred million. Okay, oh, sign well, the, the check. That'd be it's half. Just, you know, You've still got two hundred million. She's got two hundred million. You got two hundred million. And you could still. Everybody's happy.
1: Yeah, and you're still working. So, anyway, it was. It's. It's kind of interesting. I didn't know that the park. That of course you know Congress sent uh, Hayden, was the, was the explorer that they sent out there to map it and stuff, to put a railroad through Yellowstone and to uh, exploit it for minerals and that kind of stuff. They were going to ruin the park. But, really? they, but the, the, the explorer Hayden and his, I think he had like 12 people, artists and geologists and all these other people, um, so they could send back images of Yellowstone. Um, they fell so in love with it. They said, "We, you can't destroy this place. This right. has to become a national park. So that's, yeah. So that's, I, I think I've just watched one. I think there might be three parts to it, but it's pretty interesting.
0: We got less than a minute to go. Any wrap up comments?
2: Uh yeah, I mean on uh, Friday I'll be talking about I haven't seen it yet, but Equalizer 3.
0: Oh Denzel. yeah, Denzel Washington.
2: Looking forward to that. And quick plug, Bob and uh, Tim and Bob's excellent movie Adventures on Spreaker.com, our podcast. If you wanna this week I'm talking about my favorite and least favorite people to interview. who oh. can I guess? <laughs> Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll, I'll talk to you about it on... I, uh,
2: yeah, well, I, I've, I've openly talked about one of them, I know, at least on this show. First name is it begins with Al, and the last one is... Franken.
0: Oh, the worst. He's a terrible... <laughs> he's a terrible little gnome. Ooh. He Ooh. is. Well, he is. I'm sorry. He's a jerk. Where is he? Where's he gone? Was he just sort of... Is he he's writing again? He's gone. Okay. He's not in anything anymore, is he?
2: Well, he got canceled, Right. Oh, did he? He did. He yeah. did with the the whole plane. Picture. Oh, that's yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The whole grabbing right. boobs thing. No, oh, he's mm-hmm.
3: on the Al Franken show on Sirius XM. Huh. So there you go.
0: Sirius XM gave him a
3: radio show.
2: Seems that way. Oh
3: boy. Well, I mean, he is seventy-two. It's he could retire if he wanted. Yeah, true.
2: I thought he was talking about running again.
3: No oh, God.
0: Yeah, he's so such a I don't great know. senator.
1: I think once you're canceled you're canceled in politics i don't probably. know probably unless you're that anthony wiener guy i guess he resurfaced
0: wiener <laughs> all right the wiener's gonna wrap it up that's all i'm saying we'll talk to you
1: later i was
2: Thanks. gonna say you can't get, keep a good wiener down yeah. exactly. <laughs>
1: oh, oh man <laughs>